Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Hanging out in the Mothership, which is Studio 42. Puppet Master Marky Candice is the queen of the Ethiopians sitting over there in front of my beautiful... Look at that neon sign. Just look at it. Oh, my God. Candice, does it make you feel good when you see that? It is so great to finally have that. It I'm almost makes you here. feel official, doesn't it? It does. Very just, official. Just having that thing up there, just sexy. Look at that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Thing just shows up so good. God, I love me. Really is fantastic. Hey, we got a big episode for you. Of course, you know one of our best and favorite sponsors, of course, is Black Rifle Coffee. And we've got Mr. Matt Best, the author of Thank You for My Service, who is going to be on the episode today. So you girls go ahead and pick your jaw up off the floor right now and get you a paper towel out so you can wipe the drool off. I know you're used to seeing me, but girls, this is a whole new level. It's a whole new level. Matt Best is in from San Antonio, Texas, of course, from Black Rifle Coffee. You know him. You love him. You're going to love him even more after we have a little little chat together. I'm going to put him in his place, show him what it's all about here in Studio 22. So you'll want to stick around and watch that. Go to watchchad.com. Check me out. Find me out on tour, live shows everywhere, and get your Chad Prather merch. I, you don't even have to do all that stuff. Just go find the cool stuff that's on there, like the F the Left T-shirt, which is great. It means forgive the left. That's all you got to do. Just forgive them because they, they know not what they do. So you could be like Jesus in uh, this holiday season. Buy a T-shirt. Tell everybody how you feel about that. Candace, you wouldn't be caught dead in that shirt, would you? The F the Left T-shirt? F the Left. I would have to say I, I, there's a lot of other products I would choose on the Chad Probably Prather website. Probably, yeah, like there's all kinds of stuff. You can go to, you can go to, you know what's fun for Christmas? You can go to PartyFoundation.com. You can get the Fit Shaste. You can get the Welcome to the Shit Show. You can get, what else have you got on there, Steve? Come here, Steve. Come over here. Look at this cameo appearance. He's not even supposed to be on the monologue yet. What else you got on there? You got the PF Nation, the PF PartyFoundation.com? No, what's what? your stupid shirt? Which one? There we go. So you go to PartyFoundation.com. You can check out all of his crap. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, it gives him all kind of notoriety and m puts money in my pocket. So it's fantastic. That's why he doesn't even know what we're selling. We're going to get right into the show. So hang tight. We'll be right back with you here in Studio 22 on the Chad Brother Show. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. You know what I found interesting when uh, I read this incredible book called Thank You for My Service by best-selling author <laughs> Matt Best of Black Rifle Coffee. But what was funny is like the week that book came out, Matt, it was like what 14 or 13 or something on the on the book list, like the bestseller list. The audiobook was number 1. Yeah, we we'll actually get the national bestseller uh, number one, and then it was five on New York Times. They weren't giving me that number one slot to a conservative, but that's okay. They yeah. weren't going to do it? No, no. I got... just figured it because guys like us don't typically know how to read, and so they were getting the audio book. Well, yeah, it was a crayon book that I wrote, so <laughs> no, the audio book was awesome. I loved it because you got to kind of narrate it myself and speak to the stories that were very meaningful to me, and then also the the kind of debauchery I did as a kid and younger that yeah. I can actually speak to those stories in my in my own personal narrative. So it was fun. Don't you just love the liberating experience of just being able to say whatever you want to say and do what you want to do? And That's the American dream, man. That's yeah. what I love about it. That's why I wrote that book, and I think it went against the grain of any military memoir ever because it's very candid, authentic, and uh, irreverent, to say the yeah. least. But, you know, I think it's been very well received, which is really cool. Is there anybody sitting over here at the pub now, Party Foul Steve and I travel cities all across America. There's no place uh, worldwide, actually. We, I mean, we're technically Pitbull. We're Mr. Yeah. Worldwide we are. at this point. But everybody over here is pretty irreverent. Natalie, you're, you're irreverent. Eh. 
you're a little, you're a little. It's a sinner saved by grace. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. Calais. <laughs> I like throwing a little ebonics to the, to your, Calais. <laughs> Do you consider your sense of humor a little irre- irreverent? Yeah, yeah. Matt Locke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Matt, but you told me the other night you don't think you're a funny person. No. I'm, I'm dull and boring and loud. I'm, yeah, you're very loud. You're loud, but I think you're funny. You're very loud. Party foul. She thinks I'm funny. We- See, there's two people in this world who think I'm funny. Yeah? My mom and her. Yeah? Steve, leave your microphone alone. She'll get to the microphone. There you go. Okay. Now, Candice has a certain sense of humor that is pretty cerebral. And do you find your do you think of yourself as a humorous person, Candace? No. You don't? Mm-mm. Mark, do you think of yourself as a humorous person? Because I, I used to have guys all the time like Sean and Jason, and they used to always say, Well, Mark, once you get him going, he's pretty funny. I feel like I'm like funny every once in a while. I'll say that. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard anything. Like so, after drinking <laughs> funny. <laughs> I kid. That makes me laugh. Just your reactions. But I do like the book. It's irreverent, and it's 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 you kind of get into just the raw stuff of life and your experiences and things like that. It's a funny book. Well, thanks. That's I kind of set out to do that. Every military memoir I've read, and not that it's a bad thing, but are very matter of fact. This is what I did, and then you know write three chapters about buds and that kind of stuff. And I just wanted the the perspective of being a twenty one year old fire team leader in Ranger Battalion and what it's actually like going on target, and then like the humor associated with that. Because I'm, I'm sure, just like uh, first responders, there's a sense of like macabre humor associated yeah. with such a serious job yeah. that you have to laugh. I mean, you're going out every single night on target. You you got to laugh or it, It'll just consume you. Yeah, we had Clint Emerson on. He was talking about his book. Of course, he was a Navy SEAL. And of course, if you're a Navy SEAL, you got to write a book, right? So, they, the uh, like you're one of the only Army guys I've ever known. But I have Navy SEAL hair, so that kind <laughs> yeah, of there justifies go. me being it an author now. You. Yeah, yeah. But he was. He said he was the one who got all of his guys when they were in buds and they were going through training. He got everybody in trouble because the only way he knew how to deal with anxiety and stress was to laugh or at least smile. Yep. And of course, that just pissed the instructors off. Yep. And that's the only way he knew how to deal with the stress. I, of I've it. definitely gotten trouble for making jokes. Yeah, some of my classmates back in Rip were like, "You can't joke. This is serious matters." And those are always the dudes that quit because they took <laughs> it too seriously. I'm like, I'm making jokes in my head while yeah. I'm rocking 18 miles. Fun. Yeah. You got to have a little pressure valve on that deal for sure. How hard of a process was that though, writing the book? Because I'm in, I, and yeah. I ask that because I'm in that process right now. Right. And it's it's I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and it's not even the writing part. Sometimes it's so hard. It's the business side of it. Yeah, the business side's definitely complicated. For me, it was a very weird process because I first wrote the book, and then I spent 17 months in DOD review process because, obviously, if you put anything in the military, you have to get yeah. reviewed and approved by the Department of Defense. And uh, that was 17 months. It was arduous. But uh, the silver lining in that, I did so much more with my business that I rewrote the end of the book as far as how I wanted to end and being a little more inspirational and motivational. So. Yeah. I'm thankful for it, but yeah, man, it's 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 scary because once you print that thing, there's no going back. That's that's, that's you forever, especially a memoir. That's that's you. That's how people are going to read that thing like a business card and be like, "That's what this guy's about." Yeah, it's imprinted. Yeah, it's uh, and and that's what Clint Emerson said the same thing. It took him ten months DOD, and then Jack Carr. He said, you know, because they're only supposed to have it for six weeks or something like that. At least <laughs> that's what is in writing, right? And they kept his uh, his book, his latest novel, uh, out. And what's funny is if you read Emerson's new book, his right kind of crazy, he just leaves the redacted parts in the paragraphs. They're mm-hmm. just X, 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 X. I did that a lot with mine, too. Did you? Yeah. 
I even made a joke in there with uh, the agency stuff. I just blacked yeah. out four blacked pages deal, yeah. just as a joke. And I was like, I'm not telling you any of this. Back yeah. to the fun stories. And see, that makes sense now looking back on yours because I didn't even realize that you could. I just figured you just took it out of the book. And I saw Clint's and I was like, okay, that's what that is. Well, I think it adds to the story, too, because you can kind of fill in the blanks. You know, like you're there. a contractor for Redacted. And you're like, okay, that looks like three letters. I think I know what that is. You know, like, good job, guys. <laughs> but, hey. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, exactly. And I like, I guess I'm a little disappointed that nothing in my book will be redacted. Give it to me, and I'll, I'll go through, and I'll promise you 20 redactions. It'll all, all be all redacted. I, I can't stand like, – probably the entire book should be redacted. You might want to change your name in the book. Yeah, yes, well, the, redacted. The, the, the name of the book is Am I Crazy, which obviously we know that's the deal. So it's, it's so I'm getting into it. Can you believe Pretty not strong. being crazy, though? Life would be so boring. It would suck. We're all on a certain spectrum of insanity. Oh, of course. It's just where we sit. It, I just, I've just chosen to embrace it. That's what I do. Yeah. It's super fun, though. Yeah. I like to live, like, in the yellow where I'm not redlining it all the time, but I'm going a solid, like, 90 miles per hour in life. Yeah. So it's a good way to live. My mom said this the other day, and I freaking loved it. I guess it's from Mama Lynn, my, my grandmother. She said, we're born terminal. And if you think about that and, you know, the afterlife or whatever your uh, religious affiliation is, but we get this one chance to be a human in this world how freaking cool is that you get mm -hmm. one chance there's no dress rehearsal you gotta every single day is the opportunity to excel to change people's lives for the better to laugh to inspire to create meaningful relationships it's like it's so weird to me when i find people that are just cool existing yeah it's ugh. I, ugh. yeah i call it comfortable in your own skin you know when you get to that point where it's like you know i'm, I'm old enough just to be me i'm just gonna be me take the masks off and and that whole deal, and, and just be myself to the world. And if you don't like it, f you. Yeah, it's freeing. It's awesome. Yeah, my mom doesn't like it when I say f you, but whatever. <laughs> Can't I almost like said something that I would have regretted <laughs> right work. there. Love you, mom's party time. Um, hey, Black Rifle Coffee. Speaking of uh, Matt Best being here, Black Rifle Coffee, of course, veteran-owned, operated, premium, small batch, roast order coffee company for people who love America. You thought I had that going right there, dude? Didn't you? I was like, what yeah, a read, exactly. Wow. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world and always roast to order their coffees for you after you place your order to ensure that you receive the freshest coffee available. These guys develop. They're explosive roast profiles. It's so hard to say explosive roast profiles. It's good. With though. the same mission focus they learned as military members and in some three letter organizations serving <laughs> this great country as black <laughs> rifle coffee company blends are available in whole bean ground varieties. And they also have those little roasts available or all the roasts available in the little the little coffee rounds things you put in your machine. So you get to choose the amount and the blends that you crave, and they're going to offer it to you at a special discounted price ship free directly to your home or office every single month. And, hey, this added convenience is going to allow you to keep working hard, making America the land of the free, home of the brave, and you will never have to rush to the store again. So you can wake up to America's Coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com slash watchchad. You heard me. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash WatchChad. You can get the Black Rifle Coffee Club, which is what I'm a member of, and it's going to come to you. And if you want it every month, every two months, every three, and let me tell you, it's, it's virtually, Matt, it's virtually impossible to get off of it. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys made it difficult on the website. Like, you've got to search <laughs> to cancel that sucker. Like, like okay, I want to go to nine, 90 days. No, you're still getting it every 30. Still yeah. getting it. <laughs> 
Well, that's everybody's like, how'd you, not co- how'd you come up with these ideas? And we just literally created something that we wanted to be a consumer for ourselves, mm-hmm. which is even worse now because we have this thing called the Exclusive Coffee uh, Club subscription. Yeah. And it's like crazy single origin beans. It's a little more expensive. But now that I'm on that, I think I have five coffee club memberships of my own company. But yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't either. And I mean, I, I've got it. And if you use the Watch Chad promo code, you could use that, get 20% off. And that, that applies to the, to the Black Rifle Coffee Club as well. AK-47 is definitely my uh, favorite because uh, that's the espresso roast, right? That's the strong punch in the nuts. Yeah, it'll punch you in the nuts pretty good. It's it's built for a drip or whole bean, so, but it was uh, – Evan created specifically for an espresso machine yeah. given the, the grind size. But Well, that's – so what we went out – my wife was spending so much money at the, at, the, at the player to be named later store down on the corner – uh, she was spending so much money every morning on her way into. She's a nurse practitioner, so heading to the ah. clinic, she's spending all this money, and so I went out and bought the barista style. I mean, it takes up a yeah. whole corner of the kitchen, yeah. right? So we got the deal. She grind. I can hear her every morning they're grinding it up, and it's it's the whole deal. And and that's what I did because I like the americanos, and she does the whip and the whole thing. And I was like, get the AK forty seven because I need something to punch me. I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that the only reason my wife married me not out of being attracted to me or being a decent human, specifically because I'm a gun guy, she loves guns, and she is a coffee addict. So she's like, let me find a dude that owns a coffee club that's not terrible to look at. I I didn't deserve the intro you gave me, by the way. There's no way. Oh, no, 100%. I'm getting old, man. Handsome. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd hit it. Uh, I'm just going to say I come right out. Yeah, look, I, I don't want to be gay, but some days I wake up wanting all my options open. You know, and if i got to do it, if i got to be in a movie. Like we had Adrian Lockett on the show, and he said the only role he won't do in television or Hollywood and movies, he said I won't do a gay role. And I'm like, Matt Best is across the thing from me. I'm, I'm going to knock his tooth out with mine. Because, you know, I heard when they were taping uh, Brokeback Mountain that, that Heath Ledger and whatever the f- name is, they were going at it so hard. Gyllenhaal, they were going at it so hard that he broke one of them's tooth. Oh, <laughs> is like, that real or is that... it's real? Like they were making, like they were really committed to the scene, man. I guess that's why you're an actor or not acting. Well, Sometimes what, you embrace like, the role. They're like ranching what goats or sheep, and like, I, like I would take. Do you know sheep. a lot about this movie. I, well, it's because my dad called me on the phone. And he was like, "You be proud of me, son. I'm getting back out." He had a stroke, right? And he's like, "I'm getting out. I'm going to the movies, man. I'm going by myself." He's. I'm going to see this movie about these ranchers up in Wyoming. <laughs> what was this after yeah, action? Two hours report? later, he called me. He's like, "Man, you should have warned me." <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's a fun deal. I talk about addictions. I'm addicted to your wife, Noel. I met her down at Granger oh, Smith's Lord. ranch, and oh, Lord. not in an inappropriate way, just in my mind. But uh, <laughs> not I love what your he wife. said on the last podcast. Uh, not not the way he explained it. Lady. The last go round. You guys, you guys uh, I mean, I don't want to get personal here, but, I mean, kids in the future, because, my God, y'all should farm those out. I mean, those should be – that's like a superhuman race right there. <laughs> Ken, and, Ken and Barbie. I mean, seriously. It's a beautiful, beautiful couple. And what I love is is the videos that they make for social media, which everybody's seen Matt Best videos. You've all seen Black Rifle stuff, but when you guys – you know, when you're shredding on the guitar and then you guys are in the gym working out and you're lifting her and she's lifting you. And <laughs> Well, I realized early on I'm actually not that funny. So if I incorporate the absolute gorgeousness of my wife into mm-hmm. videos, they're more palatable for people to consume. So that was, you know, just a marketing ploy. But <laughs> you're, pretty, you're pretty funny. I have enjoyed and I sent, I've, I've shared the videos, but I've sent it to a lot of our production guys. Y'all's movie review stuff. Like I love the Halloween one. Yeah. When y'all were doing the scary movies. Yes. It, it, are you guys just i mean i'm assuming y'all are just off the cuff watching these things and or just scenes of it and yeah a lot of the times we don't 
it's so much more authentic and fun when we just tee it up. I mean, we literally, the producers will just come in, go, hey, you're watching this. I have no clue what we're watching. And yeah. then we just react to them. So it's kind of been a new format for us, but it, it's fun. It seems people love it. I mean, the first one we did, it's got a couple million views, I think. So yeah. It's Pretty getting cool. harder and harder to get the views on Facebook, especially, isn't it? Yeah, you know, they, they, they favor, well, Facebook's a weird one, but YouTube favors that longer form content. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, anything associated with a cons in conservative nature or firearms, it's just the algorithms are attacking it. And then they have that whole demonetization process that's hyper subjective. So they can just demonetize you, which uh, drastically decreases your, yeah. your reach. And But, you know, I'm a believer, like good content, good content. So if you put out good stuff, you're going to get views yeah. and people will like it. And you guys definitely do. But you're not a real political guy. No, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, I, on a personal level, I'm just talking about on a public scale. You, you, you kind of stay... I stay out of it. You know, I, I'm passionate about a certain few things in my life. Like, I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a huge patriot. I f I'm going to cuss once in your show. Love America. And, you know, I'm very outspoken about that. I just don't try to get in the weeds of identity politics and, and all the divisiveness. You know, yeah. I think we're all under this great, great country, America. And if you're not pro-America, then you're just kind of, you suck to me and you need to be educated. Well, that's the thing that drives me crazy is we're so great in this country that people like dudes can pretend to be women and complain that the gynecologist won't feel them up. Like, and that's a really persecuted and problematic. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I said this earlier today. Uh, it was like, how do you have the unity of September 12th without the tragedy of September 11th? I truly yeah. believe that. And we've become such a free and chill society because how powerful we are. Now people are just making shit up to get offended by. <laughs> literally, like, I don't like your rug. I'm going to tweet about it and, you know, get on news about it. It's crazy yeah. to me. Just everybody needs to relax. Drink some blackriflecoffee.com. Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have some coffee. Relax. Yeah, just Life. snuck that in there. You're not kidding. No. I, me yeah. either. I'm, 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 it's very therapeutic. People need to relax, you know, and it's funny to see more, like, conservative content like we all do and we we get hyper ridiculed but then uh the press of left is the same thing even worse ridiculing us and i think a lot of us can sit back and laugh at it like i yeah. watch snl and they smash on people like that I, that are friends with me that i believe in and sure i laugh about it it's, sure it's not that hard well i i always use jim jeffries who's an australian comedian who's pretty popular in the u.s and worldwide i laugh at him he he goes after the second amendment pretty hard and do I agree with him? No, but I, I laugh my ass off at the well, stuff you understand that he the does. humor in exactly. it. Exactly. As long as they're not trying to, you know, pass yeah. legislation like oh, whatever I saw today about, yeah. you know, Virginia and stuff. I'm like, oh, oh my God. A whole different deal. A whole different deal. And, you know, I, the thing is, I want to stop it. I don't want to take anything for granted. And sometimes I assume things. But just so you guys know, we're throwing jokes around about Black Rifle Coffee, of course. Matt is an owner of Black Rifle Coffee. Evan Hafer who is, is your bud, and, and he's kind of the founder of The Feast. And yeah. Evan's a social media guy that I highly respect because yeah. he's one of those, like, he's what, five foot eight, former Green Beret, and I wouldn't five fight two. him with ten men? Five two. Five two. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being generous with yeah, the five eight? I always make fun of Evan. I'm yeah. like, he's a gun-toting hipster. You'd look at him and think he, he's, you know, yeah. in his mom's basement weaving hemp beanies or something, <laughs> but the dude is a legit badass. And has I know, a really wouldn't fight him with ten people. Oof, yeah. There's no way. If you see him on the range, it's terrible. Terrifying. Let me tell you, I saw one of the most impressive things I ever saw Evan do, and I'll tell him this one of these days if I ever run into him again, is he had a handgun, and he was popping off. He was he was shooting a, a metal target at like 100 yards. Yeah. Like, ping. Like, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Outdoor range, too, Natalie. It have to be. Ping. 100 yards, that's pretty far. We gotta get uh, we gotta get the Black Rifle Coffee. The first thing I said when I walked into Texas Gun Experience, I said, you guys... 
need a bar. Y'all need a, like, Nine Line Apparel has it down there in Savannah at their place. Y'all need a barista bar. And I told you, I said, y'all need a coffee shop. And you're like, well, we got to get what we paid for paid off. Because right. you guys are knee-deep in debt. It's, I'm sure that disgusting. we can make something happen, yeah. Matt, with one T. We got you. <laughs> I, I will say it's, it's super cool, you know, as the, the business has scaled and grown and stuff. Like, um, we have all these gun ranges and, you know, uh, military surplus stores that carry Black Rifle. And to see the increased traffic that they're getting based off of carrying our products, which subsequently drives more sales for mm-hmm. whatever they're saying, it's just freaking cool okay matt when you meet with joseph and jared lead with that lead with that yes the amount of sales that go goes up there's no question about it and i you correct me on this matt is there anybody in the fort worth area that is i I know there's places like defender outdoors we're coming sells it i I think they did stockyards have some is there a place in stockyards but i mean they're based they were in utah now they're in san antonio texas so i mean they're neighbors at this point yep so, yeah. There's a lot of uh, dealers here in the area, some dealers, great, yeah. phenomenal dealers, but we, we will be putting more coffee shops. I live in, actually, Bernie, Texas, which is a small little cowboy town. Yeah, I was just there two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I had no You didn't text you me? No, I didn't know. Well, come, I, come you lost ranch. my number, so it doesn't matter. So, see how I works. deleted your number. Yeah, that's All those that's pictures it. you were sending me were a little <laughs> 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 Well, let me tell you. Well, let me tell you. Here's the kind of stuff that I'll send you and Evan. So, I, I was in Nashville. This is probably a year and a half ago. And I sent him a thing, and I had this whole franchising deal. I was like, here's the thing, man. Come up to Fort Worth. Set up some coffee shops. I'll go in there and make sure everybody's doing everything the way they should. Like, I'll make sure that their customer service is right and everybody's being nice and the girls are pretty and the coffee tastes good. And you give me 20% just to come hang out at the coffee shop. And I won't. that's all I want. That's you when know? I deleted your number. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I never heard back from Evan. And not, not a peep. We'll make it happen. We're, we've uh, not to be all serious, but we've developed our franchise model. We brought this yeah. amazing guy in, um, Tom Davin, who's the former CEO of 511 Tactical, who was, I believe, the chief operations officer of Taco Bell. His business acumen is unprecedented. Former Marine, MBA from Harvard, and so he's building a franchise model for us. Because yeah. I, I got to admit, man, I was carrying a gun five years ago for a living. Like I am not the dude to be writing a franchise model. Yeah. So now that that's really developed coming into 2020, we're going to have some epic opportunity for like-minded individuals and, and veterans. It's, it's super, super exciting. Well, and I won't get into the numbers of it, but I read a, a pretty impressive article of, of just what kind of business these guys are doing these days. And it's pretty phenomenal and incredible. And, and it, it, nobody deserves it more in a big way because not only are they giving you a great, great quality product, did I say that right? Wet product is a great quality product, but they're entertaining while they do it. But you guys are doing great things as well, not only sending coffee to, to, to you know, active duty military folks and, and taking care of first responders, but like you had that deal that came out. You guys made some pretty big headlines with that Starbucks situation where the girl put pig. Yeah. On the deal. Yeah. You know, it was interesting because that came out. And, you know, I, it's it's one of those things. It's open to interpretation. I mean, the actions of one barista don't necessarily reflect what they sure. stand for in an organization. But at the end of the day, like, we're not reactive in supporting law enforcement. Like, oh, it's time to do coffee with a cop. Like, we do that all the time. You do it all and the we time. We love law enforcement. And I've said that before. Like, my dad was a sheriff's deputy for 10 years. Like, I have probably 10 buddies that I serve with that are cops. Like, I, I, I just think that they're so unrespected right now from general America that we have to kind of fight back that narrative and show yeah. these are the dudes and gals that are protecting our community. So yeah. the least we can do is is make a public statement and support them yeah. like 100%. 
When you were on that uh, landing skid of that helicopter on that picture I saw the other day on Instagram, how high were you when they did that? That one was probably about 35 feet. Yeah, so you were up there. Like, you were leg-breaking height. Yeah, it wasn't the normal pilot, so we were just kind of feeling each other out. Normally, I'll go way higher. There was a one skit we did, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, but I got pulled out of a limousine out of the I top. Saw, yeah, I that one was probably 80 feet, and Dude. I may or may not have had safety stuff on. And <laughs> I got a little to. tingle, to say the least, because yeah. I was like, because those skids, there's no grip on them, and right. you, have, you have to readjust in the air to keep your grip. It's... Yeah. yeah, it's stupid. Well, I mean, My mom's one, not proud of that. She's a little like, <laughs> little wiggle of the chopper, right? And, yeah. And so back to Natalie's husband Joseph. He was a he was a Blackhawk pilot. You know, really? graduated. Uh, he went to West Point. Played football at West Point and then served. Went into oh, aviation an officer, and huh? flew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, not an says, enlisted oh, man. That's awesome. Officer. That's one of my favorite platforms. Is the the 60s? So Blackhawks are awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I uh, like that. You, you guys are fun. You guys are fun. Then we were down at Granger Smith's place yep. uh, when he was shooting his video. Uh, Steve, that's when Steve broke my Jeep and uh, cost me $6,800 because he doesn't know how to drive a speed clutch. And, and uh, don't look at me like that, uh, dude. You broke. did it. It was broke when I got in it. It was not broke when you got in it. I kept smelling first. something. I was like, something is burning. <laughs> Steve's down there churning up muds. I'm like, what is burning? I just kept waiting for someone to get hurt down there. And then I was like, that's why they signed all those waivers because like, oh, Robert yeah. Orbers flipped the uh, – the uh, ATV and some sure other guys almost flipped Clint their trucks. The I was like, I'll sit back on, on this one. ATV when it hit him in the head. Yeah. And then he took one hand and pushed it back over. <laughs> Dude, scary strong. He actually just, uh, we have a Black Rifle LMTV. I don't know if you saw it, but he pulled it like a semi. Yeah. It was impressive. Yeah. I'm like, Absolutely know. insane how strong he is. Dude, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, it, what was the name of that song? What's the name of the song? Um, Holler. 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 Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm Which like in it for a split second because I'm I'm I was so busy with all that other stuff. There were some DCCs in there too, right? Yeah, there were some yeah. Cowboys cheerleaders. In I there. drove the Jeep in it. You're, I was in there like that. Yeah. Long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like when I showed up to that shoot. When I showed up to that shoot, they they were like, "All right, Matt, the guitar solo parts up," and I was like, "What? I'm I'm playing the guitar solo," <laughs> the and I hadn't guitar. even heard this song. Right. So I had the iPhone out there, and I'm sitting there just like, because I didn't play the solo. I just yeah. you know. Pretended to pretended play it, to but I it. wanted it to make it look real since I play guitar. But it, it came out okay. It was a cold night, and yeah. it was a heck of a bonfire. That was a big bonfire. That, that was a big one, dude. And then, I mean, that was a well, like two story logs that were stuck up there. It was a, they, and we were trying to get as close to it as we could because it was cold. It was They're good people. That was a fun day. That was a, I drank a lot of beer. That's yeah. my wife drove me home, but that yeah. was fun. Well, we. Uh, Tony, Steve's wife, had to drive down and pick us up because I told you Steve broke the Jeep. Wait, who broke the Jeep? <laughs> Steve broke the Jeep. So Steve broke the Jeep. Steve, that's why we, this is one of the reasons we call him Party Foul Steve because he, he <laughs> shut up. May have broke it. He broke it. cost me $6,800. That's what I know. <laughs> that I've been I do taking know. a dollar out of my paycheck each yeah. week, right? Yeah, I know it, it went from down there back to Fort Worth on a flatbed uh, that day. And I'm not even factoring the 6800 into what it cost me. Tow to bill. <laughs> on the tow bill. So, yeah. Anyway, there's that. We Jump don't into borrow, my nightmare, Natalie. We don't borrow any more road armor uh, equipment. No, <laughs> screw road armor. I'm kidding. In case you weren't paying attention, the holidays are creeping up. And I wanted to share with you one of the coolest gifts that I just discovered. It's called iTarget Pro first dry fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet yeah i said it using your smartphone 
The proprietary app tracks a laser bullet which fits your gun and will detect exactly where your shots are landing. iTarget Pro is completely safe. Comes with your caliber-specific laser bullet. I just like saying laser bullet. Laser bullet sounds laser really good. bullet. Space Force. And <laughs> the target system is you get the whole deal. Right now you get 10% off plus free shipping with offer code CHAD. So you can train risk-free for 30 days. Return if not completely satisfied. But before you turn that thing in, go over to uh, go over to uh, Natalie's place. Go over to the Texas, whatever you're called. Gun experience. Gun experience and try it out. Because let me tell you something, you're going to notice the difference. Dry fire training is going to develop muscle memory. It's going to help you with the target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, a whole lot more. So plus, you're going to get this thing. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to save a ton of money on ammo. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter itargetpro.com. Offer code CHAD. Go get it. What do you think about that dry firing thing? I actually am not endorsing that product, nor do they pay me. But dry firing <laughs> is one of the most important things you can do because everybody wants to live fire because they just want yeah. that reaction. The they want to hear ping. But like, I mean, that's what I used to do as a contractor. I'd sit there for hours and hours and just dry fire because that front sight, ensuring that it's you know trigger follow through and all of that. So, it's probably a great product. I'm sure it's pretty cool. And it goes all the way up to 100 yards. Does it go pew pew? I think you have to do that with it's your voice. Right? You got to, you got to, you know, you got to pull your slide back every time. But you know, you know, Jade, we were shooting over at Charles Place the other day, and and Colin Throckmorton, who's a great instructor, I, I had to go in there and pay for my new deer rifle, mm-hmm. and I had a cashier's check with me to do it, and uh, I didn't want Jade to know how much I had spent <laughs> on that new deer rifle and optics. I know. So I said, Colin, would you go in there and um, <laughs> give her some tips? What kind of caliber did you get? It's a it's a Creedmoor six five. Ooh, so, yeah. the ammo is going to be more expensive than the yeah, gun. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's sighted in. I'm using the Hornady one forty seven grain. And you became a platinum member. Yeah, that's true. VIP platinum member. I'm not sure what I get for all that other than ten percent off. Hang out with me. Yeah, I can do that here. The worst (laughs) thing I've ever done is founding a local small business in Texas that makes um, integrally suppressed weapons now. And since I sit on an FFL. It's terrible because every time I'm like, "What's a 375? I, I want that." And I text him. He's like, "All right, building." It. I'm like, oh, I, "Whoa!" <laughs> They're the world's worst about that Dude. over there now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I'm still. I've got two suppressors that are in the vault. They're still waiting on approval on that. I got a, I got a blackout that is still. I'm still waiting on approval. And so we got to be coming up on ten or eleven months now waiting on this deal. But but you their GM JD. JD, he'll be like, dude, you totally need this. And I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. Next thing I'm like, he's like, that's going to be $3,500. Yeah. Dude, I just bought a box. Of- they what? hit pause on you uh, quite often Yeah, when you're buying a gun. Yeah. What'd you do? So it's rifles. It's never handguns. And I don't understand why that is. So if I go out and, let's say, buy an AR, I'm going to wait two days. I don't know why that is. And I, 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 I have a fun little story that I tell. There's a guy named Chad Prather in the... Georgia area, North Georgia, Atlanta, who slapped his wife around a little bit and then had a standoff with SWAT. Oh. And you would think that it wouldn't ping that. Like if you're using your your CHL or your social, but it for some reason it dings on me. Huh. Why are you laughing at, Candace? <laughs> you think I won't slap a bitch? When, <laughs> when, when, I was, <laughs> when I was first offered your uh, producer position, I Googled you, and that was the first thing that came up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh she Googled you. you Googled, yeah, she yeah. didn't know who I was. She's and a kid. I, and once I was you, like, hmm. Yeah, once you, if you go, and I've had that a lot on social media. People are like, oh, yeah, you're that guy who slapped his wife around. I'm like, that guy's in prison, dick. I was never caught. <laughs> I'm a fugitive from the law. She asked for it. Mine That's why right, I live in Texas. Mine went right through. Yeah. 
I no, gotta if it, ma- if it makes you feel any better. Um, there was a satirical article that my buddy wrote about me saying Matt Best accused of stolen valor because in one of my rap videos, I dress as like a Marsock and SF guy. And they're like, oh, it's a funny article. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But the tagline says that. And so when it came out, I got all these people that were like, you poser. I can't believe you would, you know, pretend to be an American hero. I'm like, dude, I'm a former special operations guy. There, it's a joke. <laughs> Did you read the article? There's, I'm writing a unicorn in the article. It right. is like you couldn't be more satirical. It was just so funny that how much people just, you know, clickbait and read the title. Well, you know, we talk talked about doing the video with Granger and, and our buddy uh, um, Dale Brisby was down there. Yeah. You know, he's on his horse down there. And, and, and Dale Brisby, of course, is a pseudonym for his real name. It's a character. But he's a cowboy. I mean, he's a real, you know, he's been in the rodeo world for a long, long time. And he did a satirical video on how to saddle your horse for Western Horsemen. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, going under the horse and stuff. Just being, he's a comedian, right? He's doing the stuff. And people just went livid over this thing. How dare you have such an irresponsible, you know, person showing how to react around a horse, which you could fire a shotgun by that horse's head. I mean, he's had that horse forever. Yeah. Yeah, that horse ain't going anywhere. You know? It's just people are dumb. Yeah, they just want to react too quick. But what are you going to do? Screw it. Move on. Make more people laugh. I'm trying to get a gift made. A gif, you know those things that you know the things that you all use on your phone of <laughs> Natalie flashing her boobs. Like it can be like boom, it can like sensor boom, but just that. And so that's what can we make that gif? I mean, everything has a. Are price. you a gif? I have. We have a whole gif account. I've got lots of gifs of myself. Yeah, lots, I, yeah. I figured at lots. this stage in the game, you got to be a gif. Case. Well, it's fun because once you make your own gif account and then people like text you, you can just troll them back with your own personal gif. Yeah. You're like, how do you have your own gif? It's like, like when Graham mm-hmm. Allen finally became a gif, and God only knows how much money he spent to get that done for himself. <laughs> you know, there's an app that makes them for free, right? Yeah, that's a whole deal. He's like, I'm finally a gif. I'm like, I made it. Okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah I'm glad to know the internet reaches Mississippi. <laughs> Oh, Graham, we miss you. He used to sit over there. Look at that. It says Rant Nation right over there on the I know. wall. I piss on that wall every day. <laughs> <laughs> I saw his uh, little cutout up there. Someone, Did you took, see it? I yeah, took a photo. Text I'll text it to him, yeah. Yeah, I told him we were going to promote his show, but we're not. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Graham. Graham's not watching. Who am I kidding? I'm not watching his shit either. It's fantastic. <laughs> Graham Allen. God. Yeah. Has been. <laughs> What is he like? Fifty, sixty years old now? I think he's fifty-seven. God, 57 his wife's still hot though. God, They're a Lisa. great family. I'm a fan of Graham's. A good dude. He is a good dude. One of our brothers. He, uh, yeah, we'll be together here in two weeks down in uh, West Palm Beach uh, for that TPUSA event, and uh, I'm the keynote speaker after Trump uh, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. I'm the church service. <laughs> I'm the chaplain. Brunch. Hey, I'll be doing brunch. All those kids will be gone. Is that real? Over. Yeah. <laughs> I can never tell if he's being serious no, or not. I, they gave me, so I'm speaking Sunday morning at the TPUSA event because they have like 10,000 college students come in for this thing, right? And, it, and the president will make an appearance. You know, they don't announce that, but Trump will come. Junior is definitely coming. He's headlining the thing. So uh, after me. <laughs> and they gave me the 10 o'clock slot, 10 a.m. slot on Sunday morning, which is the last day of the event. Praise and worship. So they'll be poof. They'll be gone. Yeah. And uh, but I don't care. I'm still gonna wow them. I'm gonna blow their minds. Well, they're, they're trying to keep you in line Saturday night. See, you got to be there at 10 a.m. Yeah, and well, on your game. Yeah, I, mean, I quit drinking. Well, so you I drink. Don't, well, no, yeah. I know. I don't know what that's all about, man. To that, a clue, man. Right. Good God, oh, man. I, you know, I'm excited though. I like I like I. 
So we, we talk about Graham, and I love Graham. Graham's a dear brother, and uh, he's family to me. The whole family is family to me. And But I love being able to say that you guys are my friends, and I don't, I don't say that facetiously. I mean it. I'm so proud of what y'all do with Black Rifle because it's, it's Thanks, not just the stuff you give back, but just capitalism with a hard on. You know what I mean? It's just like, boom, it's a, it's a patriot boner. I love that you just referenced their company is pretty much a hard penis. So thank yeah. you, thank you for that. Yeah, no, well, that's all. And, I, and black yeah. rifle. Yeah. I mean, what else? This is my rifle. This is my gun. Yeah, I don't want to get all marine on you here. Hoorah. Hoorah. I mean, I'm not. He is. <laughs> Can't believe that. Jesus <laughs> no, I'm obviously a fan of capitalism, man. I, you know, I think that it's like the whole participation trophy thing in this world. It's like people need to learn that hard work, uh, you know, gets good results. And right. if I can be successful in business, anybody can because I'm, I'm a dumb shit. Like, I truly am. I just outwork myself. And a best-selling author. Yeah, you know, it's co-writers and stuff. Co-writers. Co-writers. People that do that. Whatever. <laughs> I had some help in the book. I had an amazing, amazing editor called Nils Parker who actually uh, wrote I hope they serve beer in hell uh, or helped on that project so yeah, that was really do. cool just to formulate the structure of it but you know yeah. the stories are mine which and by the way is a, is a good book I hope they serve beer they should. what's that guy's name that did the uh, Tucker Max Tucker Max yeah. yeah that was a pretty interesting movie they made about that book but yeah no it's a great book it's fantastic I read the thing. Did you really or you just or did you no, just I read it. Did you, did you no, I read it. it I didn't listen to it I uh, read was it on listen book no, I, I I read. You know me. I read like three or four books. Every a week, time we get so. on an airplane, he's reading the entire flight. I'm always really? reading, and and so I watch him read while I play games. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. constantly reading, and uh, I don't I don't read real books anymore. Everything's on the phone. I don't even read on the iPad. Everything's what, what's on the your phone. favorite genre of books? Well, the, in recent years, it has been. Um, the Jack Carr, Brad Thor, Lee Child, Jack military. Awesome, by the way. Yeah, and Jack's been a guest here. He's fantastic. Uh, but that military genre, anything of, tactical, tactical. I, I, like I predators. love Brad Thor because, it, like, we call it faction because he's got enough stuff in there that you can learn from it while you're being entertained by it. But that's that kind of stuff just helps me put my mind in neutral. And just kind of veg out a little bit. Otherwise, I'm in fifth gear all the time, going on to the next thing. Yep. And so I enjoy stuff like that. And then, but yeah, stuff like what you've written. I'm reading another book. Well, Clint Emerson's book, his uh, "Right Kind of Crazy," is memoir with humor. And there's you know several different books that are out there like that. I enjoy that because because we have here's the deal. We'll have these these guys on here that are like badass vets, and I know they've done some shit in their life, but then they don't want to talk about it. And, like, I'm not going to push you, and I'm not going to go somewhere. But they're like, yeah, like, I know you smoked that guy. I know you saw the pink <laughs> mist from, like, 100 yards. And they're like, yeah, I don't want that. Was, that was, like, the weird part about my book was, I, you know, I, I think I told one war story ever publicly, which was, um, you know, when my, my team leader and squad leader got killed because I really wanted to memorialize them and tell them how, like, legendary, everybody how legendary they were. And yeah. so putting that into the book, it was, like, weird to kind of scrape through the war stories that were – fun enough to like discuss the emotion behind i don't want to say fun but like engaging enough to talk about the weird context that you're in um but then i, I it's just like how do you write shot a guy it's not really like there, well there's not that, a lot of substance to right. that you know you want to i wanted to make something more engaging where you really felt you were there riding shotgun and you were sitting on target with me well it, you see the movies or you read the fiction and you're thinking that that's the story you're going to hear, and you don't want to go into because we have a lot of guests in here that's like, look, I, I'd never. You tell me what you want to tell me, 
you know, I tell these guys this before we ever get into it because I'm not going to go in there with you. I mean, we've had John Wayne Walding who talks about, you know, his legs hanging on by nothing but a piece of skin and muscle, and he Phew. just takes his foot and tucks it in his balls, and that's how he slides down a mountain for two hours with his foot tucked into his crotch because in his mind, he's in enough shock thinking, yeah, they can put this back on. Right. You know. Still and, and, shooting people too, right? Yeah, still, still <laughs> like, going at it. But even that, he doesn't talk about, I kill this person, I kill that person. I mean, you got mm. what, Mike? You know, Mike gets shot, what, 23 times that are all non-lethal? And and they even pulled his body armor up and shot the rifle inside the deal. Never thought to shoot him in the head. And then even after he's been shot 23 times, he still kills five more people on the way out of the house. I That's mean, a badass. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't deserve to be a rat. Like, those like, the way more badass than me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, they, and, then, and then they find that you got shot in the ass. They found the bullet. It migrated in a like a, a, a CAT scan or a MRI. They found the... The uh, the bullet had migrated over into his abdominal muscle, and so he goes out there in the suburban, lays the seat back, and his seal buddy just cut it out of him with a knife right there. I'm like, and he's wearing it around his neck like that. And I'm like, is that the one that was in your ass? And he's like, yeah. You want to touch it? No. I have a far, far, far less cool story. I shot myself before a deployment with a. You can actually see the scar right here with a. Uh, it was a pellet gun. Yeah. Because there's there's some young Joes that are thing and they're all being like trying to Ooh, shoot me. In the, I was like, you're a pussy. Boom. Second I did it, I was like, just act tough, act tough. Well, I thought it fell out. Well, get, about six weeks later, I'm overseas and I can feel this weird muscle. I'm like, oh my god, it's in my muscle. <laughs> so oh I walked gosh. into the the PA who was overseas and I was like. I don't really know how to say this other than I shot myself with a pellet gun and it's still in my arm. And he's like, were you an army ranger? I was like, yeah. And he's like, figures get yeah. on the table. And he just sat there and cut it out. I'm like, I'm an idiot, man. I am an idiot. I love it. Let's talk about your wife some more. Okay, so sure. The, uh... sure. <laughs> Seriously. I kid. I kid. Noel uh, best on Instagram. If you want to follow her, you know, yeah, she's a, she's yeah, a beautiful follow woman. She, and, she is. And, and she doesn't post a lot. I check daily. <laughs> uh, she, she's usually like what once every two weeks and it's magical it's fantastic is the next show she's, an MMA bout between you and I yeah, or what yeah. no yeah. I wouldn't fight I, like what did I say on your I sent you I, I left a voicemail for you and I said if you don't come down to my studio I'm gonna let you put your foot up my ass <laughs> <laughs> that's how that goes down golly I'm a lover Matt Locke I'm a lover hey, I'm a teddy bear too you know yeah. a little rough on the outside sometimes yeah. I'm a lover you brought a lot of guns to Granger's place. That's, that was that your collection, or is this, does the everybody know about those? He doesn't own any of them. Shh. <laughs> Nobody knows. Dropped them the all lake. in the lake, huh? No, no I, I have idea. a I have a collection. I I'm a, a firearm connoisseur, mm-hmm. to say the least. I, I got to the point there where I started owning so much, where I had like 20 ARs. I'm like, why do I need this much? So right. I sold a bunch off, and now it's like every build out to be awesome but yeah we, we have our fun because we're down in san antonio you guys are welcome anytime to the ranch we lease a ranch down there and have a private range we got a humvee river we fish out of it's it's a cool cool spot you're welcome anytime cool. Cool. like is your wife gonna be there yeah there, there's <laughs> a pool we can all right go now. in the pool just you look don't touch one of these days we'll get down to nine line apparel and have a meet and greet with me and matt best or just matt best <laughs> why don't you come down december 12th i'll be there you gonna be? Are you gonna be down? Yeah, there? we're doing a book I'll signing at Island. I'll be in Vegas making yeah. money, capitalist. Uh, <laughs> no, I did. That's what made me think of that because I knew you were gonna be at Nine Line, December twelfth, um, down in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, they're good. They're good folks, and they're actually probably gonna do a couple more um, 
business deals with them with Black Rifle. Tyler and the, the guys are awesome. So yeah. it's it's really I love seeing the two like larger uh, veteran organizations come together and support each other. And yeah. we're you know through both of us we employ a lot of people, which is super super cool. Well, you do, and both companies have done well and are doing well and are continuing to grow. And I'm proud of that. Proud of both of the 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 companies and organizations and the good work that you guys do beyond just doing business, which is impressive. But you, it, it, what I have found is you have a lot of the vet community and different organizations, whether it's nonprofits or even businesses, that sometimes don't always get along so well. So I have learned as a non-veteran to hold my tongue a lot of times, and I'll be like, hey, how are you you okay with uh, Graham yeah. Allen? Are you cool? You cool? You, you know, Graham Allen okay? Can we talk about him? Or you have to say his name and spit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you know what I mean? And so it's yeah. I love I love when I see these organizations that they're We're, not – they stay in their lane, but they know how to – cross promote and give to each other yeah I, I do feel it was like that way for a while there was like a, a little bit of divisiveness through the companies almost like it was in very hyper competitive nature and maybe unhealthy but i think a lot of us have turned that around where we can all support each other there's a large enough market share for everybody to be successful and honestly us helping you helps us helps the other people like let's just yeah. let's just do it let's see people succeed and, and chase their passions and you know kind of do what they love rather than having to go be a contractor or, or some other job that they do solely yeah. based off of providing for their family it's not exactly. what they want to do don't you be don't you be losing my phone number again. <laughs> <laughs> i won't you tell evan hafer that deal still stands perfect by the way i only want 20 percent. all right we're gonna get out of here hey go get the book thank you for my service matt best it's matt with one t by the way you just made that clear matt best get the book read the book enjoy the book leave a good review get out there on amazon stuff like that leave all the good reviews we're all about the reviews Follow him on social media if you're not already, which I think everybody in God's country is. And, hey, listen, if you support Donald Trump, just send me a dollar. I need 63 million Donald Trump voters to send me one dollar. And I promise you, nobody will ever have to deal with me again. (laughs) (laughs) Ever again. Even my mother. I'm out. Well, thanks for having me on the show, dude. You're awesome. Yeah, man. Always good to see you. Thanks for uh, coming on and having a good time with us. And, of course, Matt Locke, the Matt Locke Show. You can get it wherever podcasts are offered. Party Foul Steve, PartyFoulNation.com. Calais. And her husband, Matt Plume. What's your website? Fighter, fighter. <laughs> fighter, fighter, plume. Fighter, okay. fighter, plume. And, of course, Hot News Natalie, who 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 all of her pictures of her as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader has uh, <laughs> the Getty Images imprint across it. Because to get that mm-hmm. off. her cheap ass was would never <laughs> buy. <laughs> I would do the same thing. I think that is an attractive quality about me. Yeah, but it depends on where the Getty Images it goes right across watermark falls. That's, that's <laughs> where it Yeah. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Oh, you're my own little watermark. Look at you. <laughs> my own little watermark. Yeah, look at my name behind you. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. It kind of gives you a little halo glow from this angle right here. It doesn't oh, over there. You. Right? Oh, Mark, you puppet master, you. I love you guys. I just feel euphoric. Might be that uh, coffee I was drinking. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Matt Best, check him out. Go find it, blackriflecoffee.com. <laughs> Go get you some. Sign up and be a part of the club. I love y'all. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye.